bro. Yeah. I, I'm so bad with that shit. Like, I'm better with like, can you just show me your fucking profile, like fucking little picture thing? Like, show me your little thumbnail. Just have a thumbnail there, <laughs> yeah. John. Then I'll know who you are. I'll like, I know that thumbnail. Right. Like, I don't know anyone's name. I don't know anyone's faces. Not a lot of oh, glass floors post much. their faces yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah um, more nowadays, dude. For sure. Dude, back in the day, no one did. It was actually like anti. Like back in 2013 and stuff, when I first started, like no one showed their face. It was like this like secretive thing, like. And I was right at the end of that, you know, because I started changing shortly after. Right. I would say, like, as things legalized in Colorado and other states, then all of a sudden, like, people are like, oh, I'm in a legal state. I'm just going to dab and show my glass off. Yeah. It took me till about 2016, late 2016, to start showing my face. And it was like a Hail Mary. I was like, okay, no one's making orders. We have bills to pay. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I'm a, no one's smoking my glass. That's what I realized. And I've talked to you guys about this before yeah. saying like, I wasn't seeing anyone smoke the glass. So I was like, I need to fucking start doing dabs online with my glass. If no one's going to smoke it, I got to do it. <laughs> and then I started doing it and it really, really helped. Yeah. Um, but what's beautiful about your work is you've been able to get it in so many people's hands that you don't necessarily need to do that <laughs> yeah. because I see I videos all the time of yeah. people that are smoking they do it for them me, yeah. and they're in your pieces are true and they work great. So yeah. you don't have to like, like, Oh, you got to do it like this. I don't have a joint table. I'm just gonna like rip bongs and take dabs, do it a little differently. Sick. All right, Ija, what episode number is this? 65? Okay. Yeah, we've had an off couple weeks. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 65 of the podcast. Appreciate all you guys coming to hang out with us today. We're super, super lucky today. I have my friends Ryan and Mandolin here to talk about their company and their journey and just like hang out with some friends for a little bit. We're gonna be smoking a lot of flour today. Gonna be taking some dabs too. But um, I got some really good flour on the table and so do these guys. They got some OZ Kush. I got Kush Mints, I have Mac. And I know that like usually we just smoke the joint and take dabs, but I just wanna like rip some flour today, get extra smoking here and we'll do some dabs <laughs> in between. Um, don't forget to check out our website, uh, bmsglass.com. Sign up for the newsletter that we can stay up to date on all the drops, giveaways, and everything we do at Bear Mountain Studios. And um, yeah, that's all I have to say. But yeah, do you guys want to plug your Instagrams or anything like that? Like, I mean, yeah, at Red Dyer. At Red Dyer. Fuck yeah, yeah, see, keep it simple. I love yep. it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys coming in to hang out with me today. Always on like last minute. You guys were supposed to be in last week, and then I canceled. I'm yeah. bad about things like that. I was just having an off week. There was a lot going on. But I'm super stoked to hang out with you guys and talk today. We got some really cool pieces on the table. We got this super classic weapon beaker, basically. It's so thick. And then what do you, this is your Swiss cycler? Yeah, it's like a, I call it a hollow Swiss. Hollow Swiss, okay. It's jacketed tubing, so you can stick your Whoa, finger what the up fuck? It, right? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. And Whoa. You, I put this tube in, and I've made some yeah. additions to it. Yeah, because I noticed this little top here yeah. is different, so it's like, it's like an, oh, whoa, that's really cool. Yeah. So, so it, it's, that's really, that's really, so that's like, it can actually drain from up there. Did mm -hmm. you get that from maybe the, the, the Siren yeah, Apparatus yep, class? Yeah. Okay, dude, that's that's really cool. Yeah. That's a great idea, like giving splash guards a relief to drain. Like this was a prototype I did and that's like on the second one I did, I put a little relief drain in it yep. because it's like a splash guard, just a like essentially there to slow down the amount of vertical energy the water has so you don't get it in your mouth. 
And if there's not some sort of place to relieve the pressure it's gained over the time of you pulling, then it can also fight against you Without and like out. stack yeah. even harder. Yep. So like that's something like interesting, interesting, even back in the day, like when I was going to head shops, nothing had that. Oh, no, sure, yeah. like recyclers, even if you're not a recycler person, recyclers have totally changed the way pipe makers look at pipes as far as function, aesthetics of this piece, everything. And that's that's really cool. I want to take a dab on that. Um, actually, I'm just going to fuck it. I'm doing Do a dab it. now. Do We're going to smoke some flour. You guys should check these out, though. This is some Mac. It's really, really good. Um, this is some of the best flour I've had in a minute down here. Oof. It's pretty, nice. pretty ridiculous. Ooh, yum, yum. And then that's Cushman's. That's super, super good, classic. too. Yeah, always classic. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so you guys are welcome mm. to rip any of this flour, too. I got a well, grinder out on the table. I'm going to take a dab of this. Pass the ashtray. Yes, sir. Got this, and I do. If you want a grinder, it's yep, up good. to you. I got one. Oh, you got one? Okay, sweet. Oh, oh, it's right there in front of me. Awesome. Let's move this thing out of the way here. Hollow Swiss. And this is the newer, like, little refinements you've done. Right. Changed a couple things. Yeah. Yeah, I almost want to change the name or something because I feel like it's a completely different piece now. But Yeah. Um, the um, overall, like, aesthetic of it, of, like, these this drain coming around here. And I know this was always like this. Yep. But this complements that so much mm -hmm. it's almost like it finished the piece right like yeah. having this back here like yeah it and adds a lot yeah. it definitely does and i like it's like it's just another like dynamic to the piece where you can line up certain sections to create symmetry mm -hmm. like when you can add little parts to add to the symmetry it just like adds to the overall like, experience looking at yeah. it and the complexity yeah. and everything like filling in negative space a little bit 100 right? like that space back that's just always so empty, so that's like one of my things is always try to fill in that negative yep. space yeah. with something no, but even as like a glass blower myself, like this is a very complex piece. Just there's just there's just a lot of steps. I mean, I'm sure you can uh, refine it and get quicker with it, but me oh, yeah. looking at this, I'm like, there's just a lot of steps here, a lot of measuring and just making sure things are right. Cause you put one part on wrong and it can affect the whole flow of the piece. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. And I know this is like the prototype one, so you're gonna do more and probably refine them even more. But even the prototype man looks yeah. fucking awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I just love the way it feels too. Right. It just feels like so like sleek. In your hand and everything it's definitely a unique piece yeah they're fun i like the function on them bubble dumpers oh dude dumps so much mm -hmm. crazy oh what are you smoking some like um tangy or something out of there uh i think it's actually oz kush oz kush rosin yes. also whoa. from rolling yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you're smelling you're like whoa that's oh, that's a turf right there yeah. well I'll, i mean can i try that yeah. dude yeah. sweet yeah. sweet yeah. Man, so how long have you guys been like officially running like your company like like or glass blowing? Like how long have you guys like when did you like officially start like ride eye or like that like actual like with your flower recycling tubes and everything? Maybe about three years, two or three years. It's Shit. been a while, yeah. Shit. Uh, to me, life. I look at that, I'm like, you're just getting going. Yeah. You say a while, but sure, it feels like a lifetime. But man, like you guys are just getting started. Yeah. Shit's gonna get crazy. Yeah. And you're already there's so many people that start glass brands and sometimes it takes five, six years for anyone even to notice yeah. it. To be able to be start selling out drops and stuff oh, like yeah. that, like in yep. your first few years, that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. It does. It feels amazing. <coughs> Man. And it's wild to see how much demand we have. Dude, I see your tubes all over the Explorer page and that might just yeah. be because I always look at your shit. So maybe it's the Instagram's yeah, like, that's what you like. Right. But, but you know, like still, like that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing people use them, smoke them and like, just nothing but positive things, you know what I mean, right. man? Like, 
And that's an accomplishment right there too, to be in this industry and be where you are right now without people having some negative shit to say about you. I've never heard one negative thing about your brand, only positive things, and about you guys as a team. So <laughs> That's so nice. Yeah, we do try and, you know, try and avoid drama. And Bro, but that's and expensive and yeah. hard and a lot of work oh, sometimes. Yeah, it sometimes yeah. it takes a lot of self-control to not yeah. get involved with something if someone's being goofy with right. you. Right. So yeah. that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I know how hard it is. I mean, I deal with a lot of people. Right. Oh, yeah. I have someone that handles all my emails now because it started emotionally affecting me so much DMing with people where I was having anxiety attacks. I was depressed. I was like, oh my God, like I don't even want to look at Instagram or open my phone or post yeah. anything because I was yeah. so scared someone's going to DM me something shitty. <laughs> so like, I was like, my wife, even positive things were giving me anxiety though. Like someone yeah. being nice to me, I was like, I felt anxiety. Like I had to respond in the right way to respect them because yep. I felt so grateful for them being yeah. nice. So it was kind of like this like domino effect of like, and that's why I just have someone take over my emailing, running that part of my business so that I could put out better quality work and also give everyone like a proper answer because Cass gets back quick. I'll actually give the response, but she'll type it up and hit send. Because right. I would type yeah. up responses and never hit send. I'd be too scared to hit the button. It was like crippling anxiety mm. from fucking, yeah. just when I when the company started popping off anyways. Sure, yeah. yeah. When I started having like a lot of people reach out to me for glass, I used to only deal with maybe like, 25 30 core collectors that supported me yeah like they they would each buy a piece like every other month and the way it laid out i was like okay there's enough bills and then i would do small wholesale orders and it was enough we got our house like we got all that before we did rbrs like everything we essentially have now was pre-rbr and so i wasn't used to it when things really took off so my question for you guys is, is like is that something you've dealt with as your business has gotten busier and busier there's certain stresses that you're like whoa i didn't expect to feel like this like yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's hard to please. It's hard to please everyone, right? And like I, I was always saying yes to people. Like yeah, last he's year, a yes man. Me too. You know, so like, too. Like, he would not say yeah, no to shops. Yeah, we had shops hitting and... us up, and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's like, get you on for a run. list. You yeah, know? yeah. And then oh, we did that. It's oh, a bad move. Yeah, so we yeah it is. Two We're two learning that lesson right now. But six months, we ever gonna get an order? Yes, I'm sorry. But, yeah, that, so that's why mandolin took over for me. Yeah. Dealing with all that stuff is because it was just so much stress for me to deal with that. Talking he would, to like, people, blow glass all day, glass, you know, come home, yeah. Instagram all night, DM all night, and yeah. just like it never ended. So yeah. I was able to like quit my job, actually like a year ago now, my full time job, to take over to help Ryan. People don't understand how big of a deal it is because Cassie and I did the same thing. We both were like originally actually Cassie quit her job to be a full time glassblower and I kept working because I was like you're gonna be a full time glassblower, honey. You got this. I was. Yeah. I was like, I was like, quit your job. I was like, I'll get you a bunch of space because, like, it was just you know how things happen. And, right, I, yeah. and I started blowing glass with her, and then, then now we're here. But yeah, like, people don't understand how important it is to have a team. And the greatest team is if you and the person that like you're with can come together and work on something. Like, your chances of success and doing well in this world are so much higher mm -hmm. as if both people are on board grinding the same goal. Yeah. It's like me and Cassie are playing a video game together and we're both on a co-op mission trying to yeah. finish this level yeah. and we Seriously. crush together. Yeah. And it's so much more fun playing on co-op than it is by yourself. Like, so if you're in your garage blowing guys by yourself, like it's kudos. It's fucking hard to be the shipping, the customer service, yeah. make all the pipes. That is, that is near impossible. Mm -hmm. That's when people tell you, oh, don't burn yourself out. That's what burns people out. People see me working all night and they're like, oh, you're going to burn yourself out. They stopped saying that about four years ago. <laughs> but but the, my thing was, I was like, dude, this is like, I'm like, if you've ever been addicted to a video game, you want to stay up all night, every night playing it good and good at, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm playing, a, this is my favorite game I've ever played is glass blowing. And my wife's in there keeping the whole business organized and I can work so hard and be delirious and I know everything's paid and taken care of. <laughs> like if I had to handle the bills, it, I wouldn't be paying the bills. I could make the money. I just wouldn't know who to pay. Right. Right. I'd be like, yeah. where do I send it? 
Like, because I'm just so fucking tired and stoned. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So, yeah, you guys have run into similar things and I, with dealing with demand and then, like, wanting to please people. And then all of a sudden, you're like, holy shit, like, we've told too many shops yes. Like, if we actually do this list, we're two years out. Yeah, you know? that's like, where we're And that you now. can't tell someone, hey, yeah, 2025, like, the world, yeah. Like, yeah. after we've been through a pandemic Seriously. in 2020, like, yep. motherfucker, the world might not be here in 2025. <laughs> like, you better get us an order in the next couple months. Like, and then you get... I don't know if you guys have ever gotten the nasty emails from people and like we're done with you, yeah. like this oh, that. Oh, only a, a couple bit. times. Yeah, too but bad, even those though. couple times yeah. like hurt. It, yeah, you're yeah. just Cause, like because you're like I... like if you knew me, you would know that like I'm a good I'm person. Trying and I'm best. trying my yeah. best. Yeah. Like, I'm like, best. Like, I just don't understand. But what I had to realize is that even if you're trying your best, like that's not what that person is judging you on. Yeah. They're judging on the fact that they can't get a piece, right. and that pisses them off. They feel left out of the uh, whole thing that's happening with your success. Mm-hmm. So it's like finding the right perspective to deal with the people that are mad at you. It's like, oh, they're not mad at me because I'm a bad person. They're mad because of the circumstances I'm not getting an order, which you guys really have it together. So I'm sure you already knew all that. Like, I feel like I talk to you guys and I'm talking to two people like, yeah, we know. Well, yeah. Yeah, we understand. It doesn't always feel like that, but you know, like we hear that and it's like, we, we look very young too. So yeah. everyone's like really surprised when they meet us. Yeah, and it's they just don't like, take oh, us you know, as seriously. Shit, like, why? Yeah, like, dude. Some kids. I don't know, we, we just feel like we're trying to figure it all out too. Yeah, you know? and, we're just winging it. Yeah. and you will be forever. And that's yeah. what a lot, and a lot of these yep. shops like understand that, but some don't. Some of them yeah. got some capital. They just opened a store in the last 18 months. And they're like, I got money. And they don't understand that it's not a money thing. Like. If you had the ability, you would give an order to every shop in the whole oh, damn country. Like, yeah. you don't want to not sell your glass to everyone. You right. want everyone to get the glass that wants it because it's like a compliment that someone wants your work. Yeah. Right. And then when you can't get it to them, it's like, God, it's like you're almost like trapped in this little cage. And you're like, I want to please everyone. And people are still mad at me. And yeah. I'm literally killing myself. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still, and everyone's still mad. Yep. Right. But it's weird. You don't kind of just have to just like, accept it and just be like it, it is go. what it is yeah. like i did all i can control is like what's going on around me i'm just gonna be kind to the people i love and try to have a good life around the people i love exactly. and keep it simple because as soon as you start trying to please everyone and one thing i noticed because i came from a small town um i'm basically an only child my brother's like 45 so he didn't grow up in the house with me um and so like for me what i learned is just like i I always wanted to please people being like an only child and kind of grow up in out in the middle of nowhere because I was like, I wanted any friendship I could find and everyone was special to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas kids that grew up in cities and stuff, they have new friends all the time. They're seeing hundreds of different people every day in and out, in and out. And that's what New York City helped me grow up and learn a lot. But being like, you can't please everyone. There's so many people in the world. But when you're in a small town, only child really, don't know anyone, every friendship's important. So I still have those base like mm-hmm. thoughts where I still get stuck sometimes where I'm like, God, I want to make these jobs happy or these people happy. And that's why we, we went cold turkey on shop orders for a little yeah, bit. Seriously. That's what we're going to have to do dropped. after this. Because yeah. it's like, we have too much yeah, right now. We need like a vacation after and like, this. <laughs> what happens is, is like the shops all kind of talk. So if one person's getting an order and another person's not, then they start being like, why can't I? They've gotten two orders this year. Like, and why haven't I gotten one? And it's like, because they booked an order way ahead of time. They were like, I want two orders this year. So I want to book here and here. And yeah. it's just... It's tough. And, it is. And I know a lot of glass floors are going through this right now and other business owners too. It's not just glass. It's really anyone with a demand of something and people want a piece of it, they're going to deal with people getting mad at them if they're unable yeah. to fulfill that need. So, but man, I say it out loud to myself and I still like struggle with it like all the time. Yeah. Like, cause we've like had the, in the last year or so, like or two years, we've had like the biggest stores that were on my dream list of being in. I was like, God, if I could get into that store someday, that would be the deciding factor of how people get my glass. Yeah. And I've had to hit them up even with collabs and like collabs I would have put everything aside for a couple years ago and did. 
now I'm like, I really have to think about what's actually my best use of my time because, because I have a kid and because there's all, I'm on her schedule. Like I only have so much time throughout the day when she gets home, I spend time with her before. And then when she goes to sleep, then I get back to work. So right. it's like, I used to have a lot more time when, before I had a kid. So it was easier to make a lot more people happy. Yeah. But in order to be a good dad, I kind of have to make other people unhappy. Yeah. It's just as what yeah. it is. Yeah. strict about that. Yeah. yeah. You got to have boundaries. Work yeah. Yeah. boundaries. And I've like, I have to tell myself just because I say no doesn't mean I'm being mean or a bad person. Right. Like right. no doesn't have to necessarily be a bad thing. It just is what it is sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a no now can be like a yes later, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Well, <laughs> that's a really good point to bring up because <clears throat> some shops <clears throat> were always cool with us and like, we totally understand. And then when my old sale back opens back up, they will be getting yeah. lots of big orders. Right. <clears throat> There's other shops <clears throat> that were nasty and we didn't say anything rude to them. We just said we appreciate them and we're sorry for the inconvenience. What they will not be getting do, orders. You know? Right. Yeah. So it's as simple as that. It's like right. I don't let people know that they were mean to me. I just I'm just like thank you and that's yeah. it. I don't have to like twist the knife. I'm just yeah. like we just don't need to work together. Yeah. That's just what yeah. it is. Yeah. Wow, these are really good oil yeah. pipes. Those are really good for oil because yeah. the amount of surface area you removed out of it being yeah. that it's this jacketed tubing. Yeah, it's such a small <laughs> volume, such a small volume in there. Like it holds like balance. Like, you can like put it in a shot glass and it's like yeah you know, dude but it doesn't feel like there's you know when pipes don't have enough water and they hit and you're like oh, cool yeah. design but like yeah it's like i was just air right like yeah. there's the water didn't do anything this this is doing something yeah and i wonder if it's this top barrel right here that's slowing down the vertical flow of it and then opens it up like kind of because it spreads out horizontally and then forces majority to come back down right. on itself yeah that I way because your bubble drain is so hard right here that's what makes me think that Cause where does that start? Is that going? It starts at the bottom of the right here horizontal tube. Yep. Okay, and then this is just an extra drain for this top part and yep. these. That okay, yeah. sweet. So that's that's exactly this thing is like almost like a crazy splash guard right. up here. It's like a double splash guard. Yeah. That just helps create like slow down some of that vertical energy so it drops bubbles even quicker into this line. Mm-hmm. That's fucking sick, man. Yeah. And I love these like these tight Marias right here and stuff. Just yeah, so sharp. Very tight tolerance there. Oh yeah, it's like really close. I'm sure there's been like when you're making one of these, you might make three mouthpieces. Oh sure, yeah. You'd be like, oh fuck, well that yeah. one didn't work. Out. That's gonna yeah. crack in a month. Yeah, like, that's yeah. It. No, I mean that's that's how it works. That's how you make nice yeah. art. You know. So one nice thing about clear and prototyping is that it's easier to grab like a chunk of clear and like throw it up oh, and make sure. a new one as yeah. opposed to like, like with fucking color, dude. It's like okay, I gotta blow up more color. I have to wait for the guys to get oh, here and bro. prep out some more color. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's beyond frustrating, and then. With as busy as you guys are, I'm sure now you go through your head with the math of like making pieces and stuff, and you're like, wait a minute, we have to be very selective on how many we're making of each design based on like labor intensity, uh, material costs, what's available to us now. Because mm-hmm. like when you're first starting off, it's like you're just trying to make anything you can make. Exactly. But then when yeah. you're scaling your business, you're like, oh wait, like the best way for me to describe it is like in restaurant. When I worked in restaurants, like there were certain things that didn't cost the restaurant anything, like having salads, this oh, and that. Sure, That's yeah. where they made their money. Yep. But when they had a filet, they would literally make a dollar on a plate, like nothing. They're like, yep. and like, and some things they made no money on, but they had to keep it like certain soups because it's part of their like traditional menu. So they have to keep it. So like, we actually have to make all these salads to even pay for to have this on the menu. Jeez. So like for glass, it's similar. Like I have to make all these certain prototype ones in order to even offer this one crazy piece. Cause this crazy piece I make, I'm actually not gonna make any money on. Yeah. This right. is just to show people what I'm capable of, put it out there into the universe, have someone smoke my best of my best. But really to, to actually be able to make that, I have to make all these other pieces in order to actually fund that project. Cause 
the real thing about glass and when I took a class with Grimm, the guy that makes all the millie work nice, and stuff, yeah. yep. um, he explained, he's like, I could make a million dollar piece. He's like, I could just take like every million, I could, I could put 10,000 millies in a piece. Sure. He's like, but it's never gonna sell and I'm never gonna get that money out of it. He's like, so we have, it's glass blowers, we have to be picky about how much we put into certain pieces just for the fact that like, at scale and if you're doing it your whole life, time is important and if you do it too frequently and you get too used to that pattern of basically just making enough to get by, like, if you hit any speed bumps, which we do as glass blowers, oh, yeah. you get hurt, yeah. you get burnt, kiln goes down, something, it's hard, yeah. to, it's hard to get some of our tools. If you're some certain tools break, you're like, for you, with the lathe you're using, you have oh, someone yeah. machine something for you usually. Yeah. You can't just like, I'll oh, order a new part and mm. just put it in. Yeah, it depends some on things, what it is. Yeah. Some things. Yeah. But I'm just saying generally, it's but, not yeah. as easy as it would be for a guy like when I had a construction landscape company, I go to Lowe's and just get a new one. Sure. Right. I go to Home Depot, get a good yeah. new screw gun. It's not like that for glass blowers. So, there's a lot of things that go wrong. So as a glass blower, you almost have to be prepared to work 16 hours a day and only get paid for eight. And then the yeah. other eight are just to pay for all the bullshit that happens yeah. to you throughout the week. Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah. you know, it's like two steps forward, one step back yeah. kind of thing, yeah. constantly, yeah. constantly. So you would say like one of the biggest like stresses you guys are mainly dealing with is just like the volume and scaling and dealing with people. It's like- Yeah, just trying to keep up with that right now because it is like just me and moving to Colorado. Like we, I had someone helping me back in Michigan mm -hmm. who was an amazing help. Super yeah. skilled. Yeah. Like, and when you needed the help, he yeah, was like, let's so, crush out this order. Oh, yeah. God, sounds yeah. so nice. Well, we, he, would, he would do a little bit. It was mainly like prep work and stuff. Yeah, but that, but that just was like, a million dude, miles. Oh my God, yeah. It's like, so nice to and Brandon being all here. that shit ready. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was beautiful. So it's kind of hard to, you know, keep up while still, yeah. you know, doing someone else's job, and essentially. When, when you were first starting, like, blowing glass, like, was your motivation to do it pipes? Or were you just right place, right time? Like, a um, guy was like, I got a job. And you're like, I'll go do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I wanted to uh, make pipes. Like, I was going into a head shop when I was 16 and I'm buying pipes. Fuck and yeah, dude. Like, was watching um, someone blow glass in the back. I was like, I want to do that. I love um, it. That's but that awesome. shop closed down, and then I had moved out to California and found a job on Craigslist and started working in a factory. They taught me all on the lathe and everything. They That's wanted so someone cool. with no experience. Yeah. So I got paid to learn, which is. I love that. Rare. <laughs> I didn't know because yeah. some people you meet, you're like, oh, I went to like Salem. I, I was going to do scientific right. work. Or some people meet, oh, I just like, it was the only thing going on in my town. This guy just had a shop. Like, mm -hmm. so that's cool. So your inspiration and origin was like, I want, I like pipes. I want to make pipes. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, like that's the same with me, man. Like, yeah. and I feel like there's something special about that, especially if you're focusing on pipe art specifically. The people who really loved pipes were like that, they didn't just pick it up because they were like, maybe like they were following their favorite band and they always saw glass blowers working and they're like, oh, I'll try that. And they made, and they were like making spoons and beads. And like, it really depends on what you love. But if you got into it because you love the function in head shops, those oh, yeah. are the people when they start getting to make pipes, that's when shit gets fun. Right. That's why we get to see this awesome work you put out is because I feel like that origin and love of actual pipe making. Oh, pipes. definitely, yeah. Um, which to each their own. I love everything. Everyone like, that's what the fun thing about glass blowing, and I say to collectors, are, oh, that's too expensive, or that's, some people say it's not enough money, and they won't buy it, which is a really weird thing. I'm like, I'd never, I couldn't think like that. Like, oh, right. it's less expensive, and I think it's good, then buy it. Sure. Not, right. oh, that's yeah. not enough money for me, I don't want that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, one thing I always tell collectors and people, they're like, oh, that's too much, or whatever, I'm like, that's the amazing thing about our industry. There's price points in almost every level, from $20 up to $10,000, People make absolutely beautiful things for $50, $20, like spoons and chillums and stuff with crazy color. Yeah. Like 
there's something for everyone to participate and enjoy this industry. And I tell that to them because anyone that's saying that to me is kind of mad. They're like mad they can't get an RBR. They're mad they're a little too expensive for them. And I try to calm them down and be like, dude, like you, this, there's so much cool shit you can collect and you can be part of it too. Like even if you don't get this RBR, this thing you want, go buy something and like enjoy it and enjoy being part of this unique industry that might be just something that's like a blip in time. It might not be. Who knows? Right. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things. It's always a perspective thing, right? Yeah. It really is. Like things aren't so bad ever. It's just really how's your perspective seeing it? Yeah. Yep. But but dude, I love the hit on this piece. Seriously, man. <laughs> Bro, I kind of want to rip this fucking yeah, bomb. Yeah, yeah, finish her up. I'll I'll try some of that OZ cushion there, and you guys are welcome to try some of the Mac or the Cushmans. So mandolin for you, like. When you first like met Ryan, like were you into pipes and glass and everything, or was this kind of something you picked so up along the way? This, that's actually a funny story. Tell me. So like, Ryan and I had met in marching band in high school, and I always thought he was like really attractive and hot. And I yeah. was like, we had a lot of mutual friends. Never really hung out, so I stole his number <laughs> from a friend, added yeah. him on Snapchat. He somehow added me back. And I was like, just like, you know, I was a big druggie in high yeah. school. So I was like posting pictures on Snapchat of the bulls I was smoking yeah. and shit. And like, he, he replies to one of them and he's like, China glass. Oh, it was all shit. he said to me. Oh, and I was like, but I got this at a shop in town. He's like, China glass. <laughs> and like, that's how it all started. And I was like, well, you, you know, tell me what you know. And like, yeah. sent me just like pictures of shelves of just bongs that he had oh, made. That's and so I was just cool. like, and that's how he's like talking. this guy's cool as shit yeah, like, like, what the fuck? fuck that's so cool that's sick yeah so then like so you were you were you were about it you're like i fucking like this whole like scene i like glass so like that's cool because i sometimes i meet people and like oh i didn't even like know about this industry until i met my husband or my wife that was like into it or whatever me and cassie kind of got into it together like uh she started smoking weed before me um in high school and stuff because like in high school i was like i would drink like miller high life and just like skateboard and listen to punk rock rock and i would like drink beer pussies like i was like an asshole yeah. and like but now i grew up and i was like no weed is much better for me you know <laughs> yeah, everyone right, has yeah. the thing that works best for them some people i always say it's going to church on sunday other people it's a beer <laughs> some people it's weed sure. whatever works for you i respect it just make sure it's working for you so you don't bother anyone. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, find yeah. your things so you're not bothering yeah. the rest of us. Yeah. But, but yeah, like, weed was the thing that always, I mean, man, it just worked for me. But yeah, Cassie started smoking before me. And then we, like, smoked blunts for, like, two years. Oh <laughs> like, just, yeah. just, it was, like, fucking, like, mango tango fucking oh, kingpin. flavored Flavored ones. kingpins, bro. Like, not even good blunts. Not oh, even, like, no. Dutch mass. Like, shitty, like, shitty things. Like, just the worst. <laughs> And we would just drink 40s and smoke blunts. And that's because we were like stoop kids, you know, like whatever on our stoop. And we did that for a little <laughs> bit. And then I remember like one day, like I think I, she smoked a bong before me. And it's kind of made me nervous to try one because she was like, I like tripped. She's like, I was like freaking out in this person's basement. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I couldn't move. Like I was stuck to the bed. I was like, oh shit, this sounds crazy. And then like, so I was nervous. But then I eventually tried like a bong when I think I was like 19 or something like that. And then I fell in love. I was like, oh my God, this is it. Like, why have we been Damn. smoking blunts? This is, I was like, the weed, I was like, I tasted the blueberry, I think. Because, like, my friend had some blueberry <laughs> oh weed. Gosh. But, like, through joints and bowls, I was like, yeah, or, like, no, it's just yeah. campfire. And I got high yeah. from it, you yeah. know? 
And oh, that's oh, cute. My grinder's different. Yeah, my grinder's different. This one's wild, bro. I need to get a new one. It's, it's, we it's broke ceramic, so many teeth. So the teeth it. break off, but it's I oh, like it. You like the ceramic? Yeah, I do I've never like even it. seen a ceramic one, yeah. bro. That's the funny thing about me is like I make pipes all day and I like smoke weed all day, but I'm not out there seeing all the new shit. We're trying to. Yeah. So I'm not either. You know. I'm I so need to be like better about it. And I just want to fucking go home and go to work, and that's it. That I'm just me and my wife are just so tired from this baby. Yeah. Oh god. You're like this kid, and then. And like you know just you know family members getting older and taking care of people and just yeah. life stuff normal life stuff normal and life stuff. and we're like how we're just we're still learning how to balance everything and i think we're gonna be better at it just having the mindset knowing that we're learning and we're doing our best and we have to just keep refining things yeah, yeah. and um so we're good but man it's like we're always like it's hard for us to get out there and do anything because yeah. we don't have any family here to watch the kiddo or anything yeah. and so if we do do things it's early in the morning when she's like at her little like learning daycare thing um, which has just been a game changer, but oh, yeah, yeah, dude, like, man, you guys got some fur babies though, huh? Yeah, you got take three care of them. Yeah. Three of them? See, that still doesn't sound like a lot to me. I moved here with so many animals, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's it's a it's headache so and much. such a, we I don't have a big apartment, so three cats. That's, <laughs> yeah, it's, I've, it's I've, so dude, I've been there, bro. It's chaos. And we lived in New York City, we had these kids, cats in our fucking one room apartment. The, the, oh every, God. it was only one room. It was just, yeah. Oh, it was just the, a the, studio. studio. Yeah, studio, like oh, the kitchen and everything was in, like, it was just one thing. Like one floor, and it wasn't big. It was very small. <laughs> it was like size of the square one. It was like a two-car oh, yeah. port thing kind of thing. Oh yeah, I bet. But yeah, it was it was gnarly. Yeah. Like, I don't know, do you guys miss Michigan at all? Like the weather or anything? Or I miss the Not upper the peninsula. Upper peninsula. Because like, it's it's nice up there. It's and secluded. Pretty. Yeah. Yeah. No like there. no one up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. We have good friends out there that we do miss. But it's I don't that's cool, man. I do miss the part of town that we lived in because we lived in this like eclectic hip part of town That's east cool. town yeah. and yeah. i could walk to everything i walked to therapy i walked to the farmer's market i walked to yoga That's so cool. walked to our favorite bars and restaurants That's like, one thing as a kid i like i live yeah. i grew up in the middle of nowhere like farm towns mm -hmm. and my cousins live in this town called oswego new york it's up by like lake ontario it's like not like it's like a city kind of but it was a big city to me yeah and um, when i used to go visit them i thought the coolest thing was we could just ride our skateboards to all the different stores we could go to like a buffet as like little kids and just cool, going yeah. dude i like i was obsessed with them. my cousins never like got it they like they always like come where i live because we're out in like Mount, yeah. Mount, <laughs> Mountain, there's no one over there it's like we can just go kart and play paintball in the woods yeah. and whatever but man i loved i loved cities just for the fact that you could just like go everywhere and just walk everywhere and there's just yeah. people yeah. I was like one of those little kids. I think I just wanted to be around people. I was like, God, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I want people around me. Right. <laughs> I want to talk to people. Yeah. But no, I've never even been to fucking Michigan, though. You got to go to the Glass Project. I know. I've, I've, every year, like, we're like, oh, can we swing it? And then, like, some crazy life thing happens. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. My wife is like begging the universe. She's like, I want shit to be boring soon. She's like, enough <laughs> of excitement. She's like, I want a boring life soon. This shit's crazy. Dude, this thing's got some weight to it. Oh, yeah. Is there silver fume in this, too? Just a little bit on the top. <sighs> Dude, I love that. Is it encased or do you just put it yeah, on? I just put it on the surface. See, I, I'm still learning about fume, yeah. dude. I'm playing with fume. Like, when I have free time, I've made a few pieces and I'm learning. I had some big sections of, like, silver fume over there that are way too heavy. Right. You know, it gets <laughs> oh, yeah. wild. Yeah. Get wild with it. Sure, yeah. If I pull them down, it'll look better if they're yeah. so thick, yep. but still. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a tough, a tough thing to play with. It's, it takes a lot of... Finesse, I would say. Bro, working with fume is like a crazy different art form. Oh, those that's people all, are wizards. It's a whole other yeah. thing. Yeah, it's insane. That shit's magic. That's one thing I think with glass. Sometimes when I talk to older heads, and maybe we spend a lot of time focusing on different things, I'm like, 
just because I can make a recycler doesn't mean that I devalue that, like you've spent all this time on fume like I got right, nothing but respect right, it's like that's why collectively we have to all come together and put our pieces together to make the best of the best mm -hmm. because we all can't be the best at everything so right. it's like that's kind of what our species is is like we're a collective working together to make shit happen and a lot of days nowadays everyone wants to kind of have their own individual pile it's like what if we all just work together yeah. we can yeah. find some crazy shit out I can't stop looking at the spinner cap Oh, that's skirt a, cap. Yeah, that is some local glass blower on that's Instagram. Cool. That's cool how you yeah, did that. Yeah, they are. I don't know the best spinner caps in the game. I'd say. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, well, the consistency of where the holes. See, I saw Hoover glass. I think his new ones are like it's almost like a bowl push, so it doesn't have these removed sections. It's mm -hmm. like just like the bowl push of the holes pop. Okay. Yeah, because that's one thing with making spinner caps. If you're gonna like produce them, is like consistency in the noodles is hard. Yeah. Like yep. so, like something like that, you can produce more consistency without yeah. through the product. That's the thing is like when things take a lot more shaping and finesse, it leaves more room for uh, individuality. We'll call it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. each one will be a little different. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's that's just how it goes. But that's really cool. He's local here in Colorado. Uh, no, he's in on the East Coast somewhere. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's sick though, man. Yeah, I gotta try the cab. Looks like yeah, shreds. Dude, who sits just like my, my first buy? I think it's exactly what it was. It's a four hole stab. <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what. Oh, five. Yeah. But five, yeah. Got that one in the bottom there and it shoots out the back. Whoa. <laughs> I don't want to cough right now, but I think I'm going to. And I drink mm. some of this fucking warm smoothie. Oh my God. Mm. So bad at smoking weed now. I've been yeah. practicing for years and I find myself getting worse at it as the years go on. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah, sure what yeah. it is. <laughs> I, I have my times when I'm really good at smoking it, and I think it really is strain dependent sometimes. Like I've had this rosin for the last, I swear, the last like three months, all these different kinds I've had. They've all just been like maybe just too strong or something. I don't know what's going on, That's but it's good. hitting me in a different way. Yeah. Like where I'm like, whoa, I feel like I'm doing drugs right now. Like, yeah. this, shit's, <laughs> yeah. this shit's strong. I used to just like slam dabs and just be like, oh, I'm just chilling, like just thinking deep thoughts and right. focused still. But now I'm like, I just feel lost. I'm like, what's happening? I feel stupid. What happened? <laughs> yeah. No, what I happened? feel like that on hash, it's hard. And I think it's because I'm smoking a lot less though. Because I'm literally yeah. only smoking like once the kid goes to bed late at night or oh, during yeah, the podcast, dude. like Wednesday during the day yeah. is like my only during the day dab time. Like usually it's just like a couple flower hits or like share a joint with Cassie at some point during the day. Yeah, yeah, your tolerance is dropping. I think yeah. that's exactly yeah. what's happening. Is the tolerance is dropping and the product's getting stronger as yeah. well. It's a combination of the both. Definitely. Yeah. Man, this Ozzy Kush is good though. Roy always yeah. kills this. He's been always. doing this for fucking I think five years with this specific strain. He's been growing forever, but mm -hmm. I think he's had this one since 2015 or 16. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. He's had it for a while though. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. You know, it has good product. We're about to start, uh, well, we, we're, they're already started, but our friends are bringing us over some teen plants to grow in the backyard. Oh, nice. We're just going to do like two, I think, just for fun. Really cool, yeah. Um, not like we're going to get like much off them, but just to like kind of hit our like little growing spot because we love growing cannabis. Like, mm -hmm. and I've been feeling, I'm like telling Cass, I'm like, maybe that's why I feel off lately. Like, maybe I'm supposed to like be tending to my, my, my field. And the sure. field, there's no field to tend uh, to right yeah. now. Yeah. And like, I need to till. My, my <laughs> small amount of soil in the pot, right. like a small rake or something, That's, like yeah. whatever yeah, I got to yeah, do. Because yeah. I grew up being like a farmer and doing all that kind of shit in construction. So for me, it's like, have you ever like started a new path and for a while not felt quite like the person yourself? It's like, that's almost what I'm experiencing is that I was one person for the first 23 years of my life. Then I started this glass blowing career and now I've 
it's almost like I've built this whole new person. I'm like, oh, I just feel a little disconnected. Yeah. Just yeah. because, like, I don't I know. I understand me, that. That's kind of how I've been feeling with, like, the glass and, like, just, like, how I grew up lately. It's like, oh, man, like, I saw friends I grew up with or talked to people I grew up with, and I'm like, oh, you know a totally different Evan. Like, the one you, that, that guy is so different than the one that, the, to, the tools <laughs> yeah. I have now being a dad and gone through everything I've gone through and working as hard as I have, I have, like, my set of tools are so different now. I would have handled things differently with you back in the day. Like, I would have, I don't know. You just, right. yeah. it's weird as you get older, you realize, like, damn, I could have handled that differently, or I could have, you know, oh, just not saying anything would have fixed everything. Like, mm-hmm. just sim- simple shit that you realize. But it's tough because we all got ego. Yeah, so sometimes it's hard. That's growing up, isn't it? Yeah, dude, it really, it really fucking is. Oh, man. But with, um, with glass, do you guys have any like? What's the next like? Is there any big collabs you can talk about or shows? Or I know your plan is to move. So it sounds like to your own website or something. Or... Um, we I mean, we're kind of like moving in that direction. Big transition um, yeah. period. Yeah, we're just like kind of always thinking about what's next. Um, we're getting some merch. Yeah, getting oh, yeah. Get all the stickers. So that will be coming. Yeah. yeah, we got mood mats coming. Dude, that's the yeah. dude. You need to. And it, and the merch thing is this. Like, yes, like you can make a couple bucks off it. But I'll be honest with. Any viewers, merch is not where you make your money unless you have tens of thousands of people buying merch. Right, right, yeah. Merch is a way to give people an opportunity that follow and want to support you that can't afford a two or three or four hundred dollar piece of glass. It gives them an opportunity to spend 10, 20, 30 bucks so that they have something right. to be yeah. like yeah. part of the crew, exactly. to, to yeah. be like represented, to be like, hey, I enjoy this. Yeah. Um, so that's what it's for. So, like, I always like to like put that straight too. It's like when people make merch, because I've seen people done to me, like, oh, like, just make glass or this or that. And it's like, dude, like, I'm not, if anything, like, this is costing me a lot of money to do this. I'm trying to give an opportunity for other people to be part of this. Like, not everyone yeah. can afford a piece right yeah. now. Pieces aren't available right now. Yeah. yeah. So here's something, you guys. Here's a mood mat. Like, you know, smoke, yeah. whatever you t-shirt, have on it. Like t-shirt, whatever, anything. Yeah. Yep. And that's what it's about is, like, just finding a way to share this with other people that, because we're, di- we're always at different places in our lives, you yeah. know? So, like. But that doesn't mean that we all don't want to join the party and hang out and be part of the whole thing and yeah. enjoy it together. Um, this whole exclusion thing, but maybe I only have this mindset that I don't like it because I was excluded a lot. Or maybe I grew up in a place without anything going sure. on. So like, I don't like the idea of not letting everyone to be part yeah. of it. I, if anything, I try to find solutions where more people can participate. I hear that. That's yeah. the idea of the podcast, dude. That's why we're okay, sitting here yeah. talking. Right. This goes on yeah. YouTube. These people can participate. They can hang yeah. out, watch, you know, talk back. Yeah. Like, Sit it, there on your phone. come check out your yeah. artwork, like everything. So, yeah. these are the things that we do at Baremont Studios so that we can have make sure everyone can be included as much as possible. Right. And like long one-hour conversations and stuff like that. There's that's way more connected than buying like a pipe sometimes. You yeah. know what I mean? Definitely. Because it's like these people will know me on a, more of a level than someone that only bought a piece on a Sunday sale. So their value, the value of this company to them is much higher than someone that just bought a piece that they maybe want to resell. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's important to me is like, is building that value with the people that want to support me because the people that support now, if we keep building value, it adds value to the pieces they own. Like, which then, you know, if down in the future they resell, you know, that's, it's a positive for everyone. Right. So that's why I look at glass blowing and buying our work is like, you're investing in a person, not so much a product. Yeah. Like if you see a solid person that has like a dream and they're working really hard and giving their all, that's someone you invest in because that person, the only thing yeah. that's going to stop them is like, you know, something horrible happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you, so like logistically or logically, you're like, well, that's someone I would invest in. That's a hardworking, good person. 
And that's like a good way for this podcast too, to do interviews with people, talk to people so other people can find people to support. Right. Because we all have different things we like. Like not everyone's going to like RBR, but they might love the flower recycler too. You know sure. what I mean? Yep. So this, the thing with my podcast and my work is like, I don't need everyone to support me and I don't want to be, I don't need to be the cool guy. I'd rather, I just want to be part of it. Let me come to the party. That's it. Yeah. Like, and I'll, I'll help get more people there whatever. Like, I just want to participate. Yeah. Yeah. Simple as that. Like, I actually would rather be less, like, focused on. You know, I'd like, right. let me just be there. Can I be, like, just the guy that yeah. just says, yeah, Don't need in the back? <laughs> like, that's it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Because oh, yeah. um, it gets stressful if you feel like there's a lot of people, like, watching and, like, or, like, believing believe in it. it. It's yeah. like, oh, God, I don't want to let anyone down. I don't want to fuck yeah. up. Yeah. Pushes you, though. Yeah. Some people could cripple under it and it could deter their growth. But other people, like, I feel like for me, like, it just gets me. It's like, I feel obligated to go harder because I'm, like, this is the one time in your short little life existence where someone believes in what you're doing. You yeah. got to give it your all. You got to just keep running, even though your legs feel like they're going to fall off. You got to keep going. Yep. Like, and of course, be healthy, take care of yourself, love your family. Right. Don't, you know, don't get weird. But, <laughs> but at the same time, yeah. really give it your all yeah. too, you know, find yeah. balance. But yeah, yeah. you got to get a little yeah. crazy if you want to work this much. Right. Yeah. We also have our friend in town who we're collabing with this week. Fuck yeah. So, What's what's his Instagram and stuff? Made, I met I met made Corey. By, made by made by Steve Sife Safe. I can't. I never remember. Made by Sife. Sife. I called. I always had to. Uh, I called Quav Quav for Quav, years. Yeah. Quave. Quav, you know, I didn't know how to say anyone's name, bro. Yeah. I I'm so bad with that shit. Like, I'm better with like. Can you just show me your fucking profile, like fucking little picture thing? Like, show me your little thumbnail. Just have a thumbnail there, yeah. John. Then I'll know who you are. I'm like, I know that thumbnail. Right. Like, I don't know anyone's name. I don't know anyone's faces. Not a lot of oh, glass floors post much. their faces yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, more nowadays, dude. Sure. Dude, back in the day, no one did. It was actually like anti. Like back in 2013 and stuff, when I first started, like no one showed their face. It was like this like secretive thing. Like, and I was right at the end of that, you know, because I started changing shortly after. Right. I would say like as things legalized in Colorado and other states, then all of a sudden like. People are like, oh, I'm in a legal state. I'm just going to dab and show my glass off. Yeah. It took me till about 2016, late 2016, to start showing my face. And it was like a Hail Mary. I was like, okay, no one's making orders. We have bills to pay. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I'm like, no one's smoking my glass. That's what I realized. And I've talked to you guys about this before. Yeah. I was saying, like, I wasn't seeing anyone smoke the glass. So I was like, I need to fucking start doing dabs online with my glass. If no one's going to smoke it, I got to do it. <laughs> and then I started doing it. And it really, really helped. Yeah. Um, but... What's beautiful about your work is you've been able to get in so many people's hands that you don't necessarily need to do that. <laughs> yeah. Because I see I videos all the time of yeah. new people that are smoking they do it for them. Me, yeah. and, they're, and your pieces are true and they work great. So yeah. you don't have to like, like, oh, you got to do it like this. I mean, some people, you know, I feel like, hey, a little more water. I know, sure, you, yeah, I know that you yeah. were taught just a centimeter above the perk, but I promise that's not how recyclers work. Right, yeah. It's a volume thing. You need Definitely, more volume. Right. Like, not enough water, and you're going to be working way too hard for your dab, actually. Oh, yeah. The right amount of water, you don't work at all. You no. just have to get it to the right water level. Yep. There's, a, there's like, a volume and flow thing with recyclers that are really important. So much different than, like, flower tubes and stuff. Yeah. That's, like, one thing I'm trying to figure out, like, how do I talk about more? Do I have commercial PSAs on the podcast talking about water level? I'm like, listen. Oh, my gosh. You don't have to put your water just above the perk. <laughs> right. Fill her up, bud. Yeah. Fill her up till it feels right for you. Like, that's what I say. Like, just fill it up. More water. Because if you're that kid that pulls really light, you're going to need a lot more water, bud. Like, oh, yeah. Especially yeah. if you want a cool function video. Yep. Get some more water in your piece. Yeah. yeah. But bongs like this, you don't have to. No. I like a lot of water. Yeah, me too. I'm yeah, one of those people. I like, I like to feel it sloshing around in yeah. there and shit. Like, I'm about it. 
being again. Oh, I guess. I'm pretty fucking stoked. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Do a little one. Church. That was the end of the bowl. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. That's good though. That's good. That's you what it, it. That's what you get the most highs at the end of the bowl. And just. Oh yeah. Yep. Woo! Did you get those Scooby snacks? Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck. Don't mind me, bro. Yeah. I'm good. I won't get burnt. Okay. I believe. Alright. Yeah, a little bit. And yeah, I think I need a dab here in a second, too. Dude, that thing is that thing is awesome. Is that something you guys are gonna be offering, or is it just something funny made for yourselves? To um, have? I think this one is sold, but I, yeah, we're gonna be making more for sure. That seems like yeah. something you can kind of train a little team to kind of help you with too, or something like that. I wish, I hope. I wish, yeah. I hope. It's tough, man. Isn't yeah, it? it's hard to work with people, man. It's oh, it's so because it's especially if you're a yes man and you're nice. What's yeah. gonna happen is you're just gonna smile and be like it looks great. Yeah, it's like, I'll fix it later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. once you leave, I'll throw it back on the lid yeah. and clean it up. Like, I don't want to do that. So. No, you don't want to yeah, do that. Do it's it it's more stress than you need. If and like honestly, like I would say, stay small until you're absolutely forced to grow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Especially with this industry, because there's so many ups and downs in it. Definitely. You have to be kind of like, you know, cautious of that. This is like a pretty crazy crazy industry to be in oh yeah yeah and it's like you know you could take a really fat order and just bankrupt yourself oh it could oh, kill you yeah. i've done it yeah. there's been a handful of orders i almost lost it all doing yeah. like because i'm like oh i literally this order cost me this much to make yeah by the end of it yeah i was like it would have been better off just making like this many pieces and moving them to direct to certain collectors and stuff that's why like when you're scaling up a glass blowing business like i'm gonna get more lathes and stuff and, and try to get more people to help me but it's realistically it's like no one's that consistent either no, you know and, no, and not no, a lot of people want to work that much yeah. and like yeah. there, there's other things like oh we're gonna do this this week i'm like i need like savages they're like just banging at my door like i want to fucking work more and i'm yeah. like yes come right. in like but that's not healthy and i wouldn't recommend anyone work that much unless you want to be successful right like that's yeah. it that was the only there's like there's some side effects from it that are super negative but there are some side effects that happen almost every time and it's like you you because you learn a mindset when you start working like that it's not saying you're gonna be successful glass blower oh yeah but learning a certain mindset like i learned that mindset being like a commercial painter at 17 <laughs> after i dropped out in 10th grade right. and like i was just painting houses and like I got this like mindset where I was like, anything I do, I'm gonna work like I'm like, it's like the most important job in the world. Like the world's gonna end unless I do the best yeah. job ever. Everything from doing dishes to pushing shopping carts. Yeah. I worked so hard that I would annoy other people around me. They'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, awesome no, no, bro. you keep resting. I'll go yeah. get the carts. <laughs> like, you know, take a seat. Here's five bucks. Go yeah. get some food. I'm gonna go get it. Oh I'm working gosh. hard now. Yeah. Like, and I'm just gonna outwork everyone. I'll do 10 people's jobs. And I was like, as long as I do that and never stop, something will eventually get. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'll be the first guy that's successful. I might be the last. But at the end of the day, I always look at it like, you know, animals running in a herd. Eventually, someone starts slowing down. And even though the slowest antelope in back, he might be the one that can run the farthest. So as long as you don't quit, you're eventually going to get to the front. Yeah. It's just what it yeah. is. You just got to never stop running. No, that's the truth. everyone else gets yeah. tired. Yeah. So that's been working so far. But eventually, you can crash and burn because it's a pretty extreme way to look oh, yeah. at life. Yeah. Um, and you got to be careful because yeah. when you when you look at things like that, you can it's a slippery slope. Yeah. So if your whole world is one thing, say my whole world is glass blowing, all I do all night is blow glass. If one thing goes wrong in glass blowing, 
means my whole world is going wrong. Mm -hmm. If you have multiple things you enjoy, you have hobbies, you have other things you're doing, if glass mowing isn't going good that day, you go climb, you yeah. go for a hike. Right. There's other things you can do good at that day. Yeah. So be careful kids, PSA. <laughs> if you do what I do and one thing goes wrong, that means your whole world is going wrong. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. So it's it's intense. So it's like anything, like yin and yang. Yeah, you know? no, that's a really good philosophy. Yeah, I'm aware yeah, of it, which means I'm insane. No. So <laughs> yeah, that's insanity. If you're no, aware of all that and you still do it, it's like, okay, yeah. crazy. Yeah. But it, it's what's working for me. It's the only thing because I've worked this hard at so many shitty jobs, literally like septic stuff, like horrible jobs and never got anything and just annoyed the people around me. And now it's like, I'm, I'm able to, I'm providing for people and it's the only thing I've ever enjoyed. I, I'm addicted to taking care of people. Mm -hmm. It's this weird thing. But it's, there's other things you could be addicted to that are much worse. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, whatever, I'm human. I'm going to be addicted to something. If that's the thing I like, then fuck, let's go full bore yeah. and take care of everybody as best Probably I can. That, right? What can you do? Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I try to be aware not to go too crazy because, you know, like anything, too much of anything isn't good for you. And uh, you got to be careful. I'll take that through this piece, though, because it's yeah, going to be leaving me. Dude, I'm stoked on the color on this. Is it Before I did the crushed opal, it was way, way, way more purple. But when I pulled it down with the crushed opal, it got way more transparent. And, like, in certain lights, it just looks so, like, different. But right. it's still this, like, sparkly purple, but it's like an anti-moonstone. Cause you know moonstone when you heat it up really hot it goes like transparent blue like really clear oh, yeah. yep. and then it has like the milky sections when you heat this up really hot it goes this transparent like dark blackish plum color and then it'll have these like purple clouds that create so it's like anti-moonstone it's, it's like the negative yeah. of moonstone yeah. so that's like it's just i don't know we're you making think that was like the gold amethyst with the well, okay so here's why i why i added yeah. royal jelly cormac yeah. pushed steel wool through gold amethyst and he made blue stardust it was blue. Yeah. It was not oh, purple. No. I was like, sick. That's the most expensive yeah. blue stardust on the market. Like, it was beautiful, but it was like really, I was like, I wanted yeah. purple. So then I took two <laughs> sticks. Uh, I will have four sticks all together, but I made a two stick of uh, royal jelly. Bane, chill. He's attacking flies, trying to take out the light at the same time. I took a two stick of royal jelly and pulled it down to like 25, but got it kind of thin, and then I sleeved like 38 millimeter clear over it, and then made a huge sleeve of this like royal jelly, okay. sleeved it over yeah. that, pulled that down, then I made a crushed opal sleeve, sleeved it over that, pulled that down. Oh, so it was like eight God. hours of like sleep. It was yeah. literally eight hours of like sleeving and pulling down tubing. Yeah. But it looks hell yeah, but it made this really unique color that we're you know we're we're just working on so okay. many different combos trying to find like this color palette. But basically where we're at now is like I could pretty much get any color like like this like right here like looks like almost like plant fibian a little right, bit yeah but it's blue slime and haterade okay yeah mixed together so there's like there's just so many colors you can achieve with just like little tweaks of the volume like like the percentages of like the blue slime to the haterade you can go get it way more milky or less more transparent right, yeah. and then if you start sleeving stuff in clear it's the same thing so i don't know we've, we've found so many options for color now that i'm like whoa the like, doors are open for like the ability to make I don't know, because you could do a three-stick blowout and sleeve it right and make a huge piece of tubing that you could make, like, a big thing like a that. I would say, like, you could do that with five sticks if, and then sleeve up stuff right and then build it up, like... Because there's certain colors, like, if you do these mixes that we're doing, the slimes and stuff get milkier when you sleeve them. Right. So you just have to have your ratios right, so by the end, the color's still really nice and yeah. just super transparent. Okay. So it's just, like, and you could get, like, these big sections of, like, factory blown-out tubing, essentially. Like gnarly, with yeah. clear over and yeah. that just shapes like butter. Right. 
Uh, it's just taken us years to get to that point, though. Sure. Like literally, Cormac's coming up on his three years, and it's taking literal years to get to this point. But it's it's worth it because I mean, when he started here, the studio like wasn't even like this. Like I've invested like every cent to just keep getting it nicer and nicer, and these guys are sticking around and working hard. So it's you know it's worth it. Right. It's worth it because we're all able to like enjoy the nice equipment and like yeah. learn glass blowing together. Because when I hired Cormac, I don't blown glass five years. Like I started blowing glass in April or at the end of 2012, I did the class and then I got my torch. It took like months for it to come in stock. But I eventually got the Mirage and set it up at the end of April of 2013. And then just blew glass every day from then on out while I was doing landscaping for the first six months of my career. And then I started selling glass. But I mean, my first year glass blowing, I was able to move to Colorado. And then my second year glass blowing, I actually bought this house. In year nice, two, yeah. and then year three, it was like, and four, I just crushed to try not to lose the house <laughs> that I bought that I couldn't afford, and then <clears throat> year five, all of a sudden, like the year, the RBR started taking off, and then I was like, I need some help, so the two people I interviewed were actually Cormac and Brandon, but Cormac started first for the first year and a half, then Brandon came in a year and a half later and started, just because I didn't, ha I couldn't. I can barely give these guys enough time to train and stuff. I almost have to just pay them to practice. And yeah. then once they figure out enough, I tweak it. And I'm yep. like, okay, well, you guys are good to go now. Yep. But that's how I'm investing. Because, like, I can't. And there's a lot of dexterity things you almost can't tell someone. It's different with the lathe, I think, for me. I could show Cormac and Brandon how to do a couple things. There's still dexterity there. Mm -hmm. And there's still, like, finesse. Yeah. But by hand, there's some people that, like, it's just very hard for them to have that hand eye and know oh, how to definitely, it's because yeah. I have friends that have been blowing glass for a long time and they still struggle with certain things and they're really good at other yeah. things but when it comes to like certain shaping stuff very hard by hand yep. yeah. um, and I and that's something if you're trying to run a business like you don't have years and years and years to like get someone to that point where because by right. the time they yeah. finally can make it they're gonna be like see ya see ya and like so it's like no I need you doing this immediately yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that's why it's like these lays I'm getting more because I'm like I want to teach Brandon on there and we want to get a third guy in here and just teach him on there. Just that way too, that like, you know, the more people, the less stress on everyone. That way if like Cormac wants a week off to go do something, he doesn't feel bad. Like, like dude, can sure. I not work this week? Cause right. like, cause like we're all like friends and stuff. So it's not like, I never would say no, but I don't want him to feel like, cause he gets stressed when he has to ask me anything. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you gotta not do it. Just, just ask me cause you know, no matter what, I'm going to say yes. Right. I'm not going to make you feel bad yeah. or anything. Like I'm just, it's like, but he still always gets yeah. really worked up because I'll know. It'll be like, it'll be 5.30 on a Friday and he'll be standing behind me ready to leave. And he'll be like, hey, can I ask you something? And then he asked me to leave. I'm like, bro, you should. I was like, how long have you been holding on to this? Oh, like two weeks. I'm like, bro, you got to ask me immediately. Oh I was like, this gosh. is not healthy for yeah. you to be sitting thinking about something that long. God, right. I was like, I do it to myself, so I don't want anyone doing it with me. Yeah. Just tell me <laughs> yeah. if there's something you need or stressed out about, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's no stress. Um, but yeah, that's just dynamics of working with people, man. It is, yeah. yeah. And like, that's... I honestly, like, there's a lot of days throughout the week where I just want to be by myself, man. I'm yeah. like so stressed. I'm like, I don't want to fucking work with anyone. I don't even want to tell someone what to do. <laughs> yep. But, and I, that's yeah. where I'm like, I, I'm like, man, I want, I want less to do. I want less people around me, but I'm yeah. learning. And I think it's healthy for me to keep working with people and growing because it's so easy to get weird as a glass blower. If you smoke hash all day and stare at fire and listen to the wrong podcast, oh God, yeah. oh, yep. you can get really yeah. weird really quick. And it's like, you got to stay with reality. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, cause me and Brandon have some conversations out here. Like when I have him on the podcast, yeah. I'm like, bro, Brandon, you need you to settle down. You settle down, bro. It's getting fucking wild, dude. 
You're getting wild. I yeah, love that guy. I, know, just I get... see some of the stuff he posted. It cracks oh, me up. Don't, don't watch, like, bro. Oh. <laughs> I'll no, watch. No, 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 he'll get you. Because he's, he's living in a scary place, bro. Is he? Yeah. Oh, bro, all like, right. I used to, I've been there, dude. I used to smoke a lot of hash <laughs> and think all these conspiracies were happening. Oh, then yeah. once I got to the level where everything was conspiracy, I'm like, oh, so none of it matters then. Right. I was like, yeah. if it's one big, if everything is a conspiracy, then nothing is a conspiracy. I was like, so why even, so then I'm just gonna live in the world I'm in. Yeah. Like, I have no control over anything. I was like, what happens if I prove it? What's the end goal? I was yeah, like, what exactly. do I get? Yeah, what do I get? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. You get nothing. So I'm just gonna keep smiling as the conspiracy happens and I'm just gonna live in it. That's it. Yeah. Simulation, like that. fine. Yeah. Cool. It's whatever. I'll live in it. Like, that's the only time I talk to conspiracy people because I can get into it when I know all the conspiracies. Oh, sure. And I listen to a lot of all of the yeah, shit I, I have for it. years. It's, so funny, it's fun it? to yeah. listen to because yeah. it's fun to like hear all these different ideas because I feel yeah. like just like legends and religion, there's little bits of truth everywhere. Sure. But there's a lot of uh, distraction too. Mm-hmm. So I like to listen to all of it because it's all interesting. But anytime I talk to conspiracy people, I'm like, yeah, dude, like it's definitely all conspiracy now. Can we just like keep fucking yeah. doing what we were doing? <laughs> yeah. Talk about something else. Dude, because it's, yeah. it, it's, once you go deep down the rabbit oh, hole, God. then it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it gets real deep. Yeah, yeah. Like I've had the I've had the flatter flat Earth conversations with people, and I'm like, that's fine. I don't care if it's shaped like a giant dick. I was like, it does not matter to me. Yeah. I was like, as long as it keeps functioning the way it is, and my daughter's safe, we're good. <laughs> I'm like, what's the shape of it have to do with anything? Yeah, and then they, they explain that it means everything's a lie, and that actually there's other things. And I'm like, that's fine, dude. I was like, I got lied to my whole. My parents told me Santa Claus was real. Right. I was, I was bummed when I found out he was. Me wasn't. too. I was, I was super like, depressed. I was like, don't tell me anything. Let me be. Ignorance is bliss. You oh live for God. 70 years if you're lucky. Just if if you have the ability to be distracted and feel like when I see people that are assholes to people and then they're able to enjoy the rest of their day, I'm like, oh, you you figured it out. Yeah. You figured out life. Cause like if I'm an asshole to someone, I'm like really upset about it, and I'm like yeah. I want to fix it. I'm like, what did I? Why did I do that? And like I think about it a bunch, and then I see people that are just shitty, and then they're just driving me happy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, you figured out life. You've got it. Ignorance is bliss. It is a beautiful place for you. Uh, truly. And I'm jealous. So you don't want to know too much. Don't learn too much. That's my PSA today. Yeah. Drop out in tenth grade. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. That was a bad idea. But then again, I probably wouldn't be here if I didn't yeah. do it. Yeah. But I would never want my daughter to do it. I'm like, just just finish it. <laughs> just because it. it's really, it it's fine for me being like a chunky, like hairy guy, like, hey, I dropped out in 10th grade. And people are like, yeah, yeah obviously. <laughs> but like but like her, like I'm like, I feel like you're going to have your shit together because your mom is still together. And so you can't be telling people you dropped out. Yeah, like, that's no. no good. I don't want people to judge you right out the gate on something. Yeah. I mean, even though you have little to no control over that, because people always judge right away. It's just something we do as a species to... It's like safety measures. You start judging to figure out what's dangerous to you. Yeah. It's part of our survival mechanism. See, I think too much. You start thinking like that and thinking of the world and that, but you're going to go crazy. <laughs> thinking about all like how your emotions work and like what their actual survival and evolutionary purpose was. Oh, yeah. It's like, why do I yeah. feel like this? What in evolution, why did humans get this ability to feel this way? Right. What did we gain? And then I try to figure the psychology behind it, and then I'm like, oh, I just wasted three and a half hours on thinking of that, and now... I, Still didn't solve while I'm stressed out, but now I know that. <laughs> Watch too many podcasts. Yeah. yeah, it's good though. I prefer it. I prefer. It. I've been way happier, even though this has been the most stressful eight years of my life. I still have been happier now than I was ever when I was like, just you know, had no control over things and was just working my ass off and not getting anything from it. At least I know if I fail, it's on me. You know what I mean? Being yeah, a business right. owner. Some. 
forget what this is. I think it's a uh, Dirty Thirty, so it's GMO and cookies and cream. That's probably way too big of a dab for me. I'm gonna have anxiety attack again today. But that's okay. Oh my goodness. That's all right. It's healthy. That's what you do. You gotta test your ego. That those anxieties are just you working through things that you need to work through. It's all part of it. No, it's the truth. It is. There's a lot of truths out there. Yeah. I like to believe throughout the day. They change. You ever notice, like, in the morning, you're one person, in the afternoon, you're another? It really just depends on how much coffee or rest you've had. But oh, for sure. Me especially. <laughs> it's I'm like, such a morning person. I wake up with so much energy. Like, 9, 10 o'clock rolls around, and I'm just, like, I'm, I'm a zombie. Oh, dude, I have yeah. a... I have, see, I have, like, a whole, like, formula for how I stay up and how I do what I do to myself for, like, food and nutrition and everything to stay awake and work. That's <coughs> <coughs> what I like to do. <coughs> Always have my coffee in the morning. Obviously, but that's the only thing I'm going to have for as long as possible. Basically, I don't want to give my body any sort of like normal living nutrients as long as possible. And that sounds bad, but wait, there's a reason. Now, because here's what happens. So I take my shower in the morning, have a coffee, the day started. Go as long as I can until I feel like, oh shit, I'm about to die. And then I take some sort of nutrition, like a nice healthy smoothie with greens in it, vitamins. I start giving my body nutrition, then it wakes up again. It's like, whoa, is it the start of the day? Is that food? So I just got four or five hours of free working. So, okay, now I have real energy. Now I got about eight hours with this real energy. So now I'm gonna start crushing, crushing. Now it's about 7.30 at night. Now I take my second shower of the day. The second shower resets the body, it tricks it. Oh, it's morning again. Now we start the body nutrition again until about 11 o'clock. Once 11 o'clock hits and I'm like, oh, I'm dizzy, something's happening, I might have a heart attack. Then we, then we take in a bunch of vitamins. We do a liquid IV that the greens one. So it's like this bunch of electrolytes, vitamin C, greens. Then I eat just a little bit of protein. So then you give your body more nutrients. And it's like, whoa, we just woke up. Food. Like we're alive again. Then you get to about 2 a.m. Now here's your choice. <laughs> you can either go to bed right then and you'll probably be okay. Or you can stay up to 4 and feel really dizzy the next day. But if you stay up to 4, you're going to start eating bad food. Like mm. sugars and candies. Because yeah. your body is on like this fucking primal functioning mode that's no good. <laughs> so, I mean, I've got it figured out. Fuck? You can stay. And it's you can do that seven point. days a week. Yeah. For years. Okay. If, you're, if your organs don't give out. Sure. It builds character. Right. You have to have a lot of faith in your body. Yeah. That's how I keep. No, that's I how I stay so body, fit. Yeah. You know, this is this yeah. is what health looks like. If you haven't seen <laughs> Um, But yeah, that's it's seriously what I do, though, with like the grinding. I have like a whole formula with like certain nutrients and food I'm eating. And I'm like starving myself to a certain point so that my body resets. At least it's a mental thing, I'm oh thinking. God, that's gnarly. But it more has to do, it goes by dizziness and headaches, though. Sure. That's usually how it functions. It's had to fight the dizziness. Yeah. It's lack of sleep, it gets you. I'm not genetically different. I'm just figuring it out through, you know, that's, that's mental strength. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's working. Yeah. And no, for right, for right working, now, yeah. bro, shit is so crazy. I'm not going to get into yeah. it on the podcast. I could talk to you guys about it later. But just yeah. like life shit and like you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And the only way I'm getting through it is telling myself, hey, maybe you're going to get really good at this thing because you're forced to really crush right now to try and create capital to take care of some shit. Right. So, right. but it's just, I mean, we all got shit going on though. But fuck, dude, this was a kind of a wild podcast. I talked way too much and I'm sorry for that. Right. <laughs> Happens. Yeah. I haven't seen anyone in yeah. a couple of weeks. I haven't smoked like this in a couple of weeks, literally. Yeah, it's good for you, I know. Yeah. I took, my, I took some mushroom pills this morning and to prepare for this. Good for you, yeah. yeah, but like not psychedelic ones, though. Oh, I yeah. took uh, like all my, my lines. So, this is another thing, too. I take mushroom supplements with like yeah. all the lions, man, and cordyceps oh, yeah. mushrooms and all these different yeah. like lung health, brain health stuff. Yeah. So, I'm taking like a lot of like different like supplements like that and shit. So, like I'm educated and trying to take care of myself, but I'm pushing it to the limit. 
I literally watched Scarface the other night. And have you ever heard? Have you ever seen that movie? You know, yeah, there's a montage where it's like, take it to the limit. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just out here fucking raging. Your just, life just, is that montage. Yeah, oh yeah, it is. It was just that was what was going on. I was like, exactly. But then I started like, you ever watch movies like that? And like, maybe you think about times someone did you wrong. And you're like, gosh, should handle it like this? It would have been so much cooler. I would take it, fuck them up. But then you're like, no, this is a movie. Don't no, think like yeah. that. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Well, yeah. this is fun. I promise we will put everyone's name in the bio this time. I failed with Aja. He, he texted me like three days before and was like, what's everyone's Instagrams? I'm the worst. But what can you do? I'm here <laughs> when I can be. I try. Um, but I appreciate you guys. Ryan, Mandolin, I really appreciate you guys coming in again, yeah. talking to me one on one. And um, it's fun like hearing the stories and stuff like that. And I'm sure we'll do it again. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Aja and our audience today we got we got what we got nick and Corey chilling right okay cool fuck yeah guys well thank you everybody don't forget to check out bmsglass.com sign up for the newsletter and all that stuff uh this is episode 65 i hope we got that right thank you everybody have a great day sick dude well thank you so much guys yeah thank you dude